I want you to describe me. Describe me in five words. Um, Q, 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 Ren. That is not a description of me. That is a great description. Uh, Ren, 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 Q. (laughs) Terrible at this. It's gonna be awkward, guys. Get ready. back to another awkward and romantic and giddy witty all kinds of lovey-dovey nonsense and rhymes that are not necessary episode of your favorite podcast where we talk about love and anime hopelessly in a wow you just have a worry with words you know you just you just say them such a a wordy mixy sort of twiddly way twiddly 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 is the Yes, it's in the the dictionary of Q. Twiddly means twiddle stuff. I, I, I don't know how. Twiddly. Twiddly. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to the the Hopelessly Animatic Podcast. My name is Q. That that other twiddle voice is Kiki, and uh, we are hey. back. Wow, hey, I'm Kiki. You have such a when you say that you you have such a, a butch voice when you say that. Like hey. Ew. Kiki. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> okay, here, let me fix it. Hey, um, I'm Kiki. <laughs> Is that better? Okay, that 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 sounded um sounded weird for you because um <laughs> because it's you. <laughs> have you ever spoken like that? Like have you have you ever done like was that ever a voice you've ever used in real life? Um, sometimes like when I wanna come across like um, dumb. I do that. Um, but that's really it. <laughs> that song says, I, every time I hear someone's song like that, it always sounds like, you know, that's such a white chick kind of thing to do. It's like, you know, that stereotypical sort of, um, you know, dumb blonde white chick sort of thing when they speak like that. And I, I, don't, I mean, no offense to, to anyone out there. I just, it's just, as I say, stereotypical, you know, so it, it's a stereotype. But when I hear someone speak that, I automatically, instinctively think that this person must be like some kind of blonde white chick. And I'm just thinking about it. Uh, what about you? Have you ever thought of it like that? We, you know, because you did, you were the one who said dumb first. You're like, whenever I want to sound dumb, so like. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I definitely get the dumb blonde vibe. I mean, but anyone can have, you know. I, I guess I am following the stereotype of, uh, oh, you know, you sound like you're having a blonde moment. <laughs> but that's just because our society has set it up this way. Not my fault. Sure. I just kind of go with it. Because people have different, like for example, like for me here in Trinidad, people have different as- different dialects to how they speak. 
and uh there are some people who speak certain dialects that instinctively as i hear them speak i'm like oh god this person's so stupid like uh i've had students where they're well i teach english so you know i've had students where i'm teaching english to them and they're using dialects and i'm like bloody hell this person sounds really 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 not that that educated but it the thing is is that as i've learned over time is that there are people who sound that way but they're extremely educated they're extremely intelligent and stuff like that so uh stereotypes are, are just that they're stereotypes they're just what you expect but it may not be that so mm-hmm. yeah that's a stereotype so uh, stereotypes aside kiki how have you been since last recorded um i, I yeah how have you been since last recorded um, I'm okay. I'm really disappointed because we finally get Snowcast relaunched and the software that I was using decided to stop working. So we've been behind on Snowcast again and it's because of something that's completely not my fault. Mm-hmm. And it's now a struggle shuttle to find a new software that works and is free. Um, <clears throat> other than that, um, I decided that in fall of 2016, I'm going to be going back to school. And I don't remember if we talked about that in the last episode. No, I don't think we talked about that. Wow. Yeah, I want to go back to school. I want to work with animals. So So, you're going to school to learn to work with animals? Yeah, I'm going to get my biology degree and I'm going to work with animals. Hopefully, if I uh, get hired, you know. Holy crap. I could, I could, for a fee, of course, I could tutor you. I I actually did biology and, um... If you're, if you're good at chemistry and physics, I'd love some assistance on that. <laughs> and did you say with a fee, of course? With a fee, of course, yes. Yeah, I mean, there will be a fee. Uh, I, I accept payments of curry. Um, I was going to say, it better be something realistic. And don't give me some nonsense of, you know. Nonsense like what? What, what kind of nonsense are you thinking here? <laughs> like actual money or something like that. <laughs> Like actual money, oh my god. Oh. Like nobody got time for that. <laughs> okay, okay. Um Alright, so all jokes aside and everything like that. Songs songs fun. Songs going back to school songs like it doesn't sound like fun for me because I I hell no, I, I don't want to go back. I, I just I don't miss it. I don't miss school. I don't miss um I, I just don't miss it. Like I was talking to my best friend earlier and he was telling me um He's going to be finished with, with his degree next year. And he's saying, like, you know, I, we were talking about some games and stuff. that he's, He has, like, 60-something games on his Steam account. And I was like, bro, like, how much of these games have you finished? And he's like, he hasn't finished much of them and so forth. And he, like, pointed out a few that he did. And then he's like, well, I'm going to finish them when I'm finished with my degree. And he's like, when I'm done, it's just work and play, basically. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. You know, it's just... Work and play. Work and play. It's pretty much it. And, I mean, if you could just, uh, you know, at some point have a job that you don't have to work. Like, you you know, you buy, like, a huge house and you rent to, like, a million people. And uh, and so you're making a ton of money and you don't actually have to do the work part. You just play all day. Just sort of just play, 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 play. Sure, uh, let's go with that it sounds like the nice i think the thing about it is that what we need to understand is that life is all about enjoying the little moments and and you know it's just all about enjoying the moments and and people t- t- i guess people tend to forget that they tend to forget about enjoying the moments and they just sort of just you know i need to pay those bills and stuff i mean we need to we need to do these things because that's kind of how society has had it set up but still it would be nice just to you know once you have a a set sort of uh, 
business because people who work nine to fives don't really make a lot of money just like right. like great i'm gonna live the rest of my life comfortable it's people who have businesses live comfortable because a business makes money and uh a business and i say make as in it earns it 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 gets money for you and the thing is is that once you have a successful business you yourself a successful business is a business that you don't have to be there to make it run as in you can pull yourself away from that business and it will still actively put out whatever it has to put out and bring put it bring in whatever you need to bring in as an income or whatever else have you and i think that's the dream that should be the dream that everyone should have with this particular type of society is to have their own business that they can bring in an income without actually having to to be there and so that way you can enjoy life more i mean think about it you know when you have kids and all that kind of stuff wouldn't you like to just spend time with them teach them how to play real video games and and be like you know this is how you play the video game. I want you to be this good. So like when, when you introduce your kids to your friends, kids, it's like I carry my kid over to like Zach's house and I'm like, make sure to beat Zach's kid's ass in like Street Fighter. And if you don't, there's going to be no supper tonight. You know, stuff like that. Simple. Honestly, I was following you there for a little bit and then you'd completely lost me. And now I'm like, I have no idea what he's talking about. Where did I lose you? Um... I don't know somewhere. Oh, you're terrible. <laughs> but yeah, this this podcast is not uh, it's not a video game podcast. But for those of you that actually listen to this podcast for a long while, it's a it's an anime podcast, and uh, I got a bit sidetracked talking about other stuff. But it's nice. <laughs> it's nice to talk about life and and things that are going on other than the the anime stuff because I guess you kind of get a bit of a our personalities as in what we do other than. And talk about anime and watch anime and stuff like that. And I, and I, I do want to put a bit more of that, a bit more personality into the show because it's something that I do, I, I strive to do a lot in, uh, in Button Smashers podcast. And uh, I think it, it's nice. It would be nice to do that here as well as in, you know, bring some of that personality to it. Not the same way as I do in BSP, but in a totally different sort of way, I guess. But to catch you guys up who have be who have been missing the show because I don't think we've put out an episode for a while, and the reason being is is exactly what Kiki described as in the audio problems as um, Kiki has been doing the recording for the last few episodes, and um, what happens is that the audio is fine. We actually recorded I shouldn't say the audio is fine, but the recording we did record a full episode for a few podcasts. The problem is like halfway through the recording, there's like this weird song that keeps coming in. Kiki, can you describe what the song sounds like? Say, like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> something along those lines, and it keeps going on and on. It, it's yeah, just... it doesn't seem to want to yeah. do it up either. So, <laughs> so we we can't use that audio. You guys are just gonna pay us for it. So we've not we've not put on a, a podcast because of that. And so what's gonna happen is that hopefully we're using different software this time. I'm I'm actually the one recording right now. So hopefully this software does not have that same problem, and we actually are able to put out this episode, and you guys can listen to it. And, hopefully, and, and um. It, that kind of goes in in tangent with our name, you know, hopelessly animatic. So hopefully, we can put out a podcast. Hopefully. Uh, so this week we ended up watching another anime, and uh, we've been watching a lot of anime. Uh, and um, Kiki, I, gu- I guess what you mean is we watched another movie. Yes, another movie. Uh, in- eventually, we'll get actually watch a show, but it's just with 
the software and how busy we both have been. We just haven't had the time to watch an actual anime show. So we've been watching movies, and movies are great. I love watching movies. They're, they're sort of like, um, they're sort of short, uh, sort of just little snippets of things that you can take time and, and watch. And um, especially with, with how sometimes we're a bit busy, it's easier to get to watch a movie than to sit and watch a full 25 episode anime. I'm actually craving and wishing that when you guys recommend stuff, because the next anime we have to watch is a recommendation from one of you guys, and I'm hoping you guys will recommend something that's like 12 episodes, so like we don't yes. have to watch anything long. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's kind of um, that's kind of a thing. So basically, the anime we're watching, Kiki, what's the name of the anime? It's called Hal. It's called Hal. Can you describe it to the listeners? Okay, so Hal is pretty much a movie. Um, it's set in like this futuristic era where robots kind of coincide with uh, humans, and basically, after a fatal plane crash. Um, someone loses a loved one and they are relying on a robot to help this person cope with it and the robot basically poses as the deceased loved one almost as a therapeutic type thing to help them carry on and um yeah i mean that's pretty much i mean that's pretty much the sum of it okay uh what are your thoughts like i mean what are your thoughts to this anime? I mean, you started watching it, and uh, you finished watching it before me, so, like, your initial thoughts going through it? Um, well, I mean, as with any anime, I always look at um, the artwork, how beautiful or lack thereof, and the artwork was very gorgeous. Um, the anime characters were very... Um, they were very vivid, and they had very nice coloring the actual like people their eyes were very catching and so on and so forth the story was um i mean there was a lot of things where i was like well why did this happen and i wanted more of an explanation as far as the world they were living in so i could better understand because you you kind of um you're put in this futuristic sci-fi world where you kind of have to guess on everything that's happening like, oh, I get it, we're in the future. Oh, I get it, you know, robots <laughs> think and feel and, you know, all this stuff. And you kind of have to figure that out on your own. There's not really much explanation <laughs> as as far as the world goes. Um, I mean, other than that, you know, everything kind of, uh, you know. <laughs> I guess the best way you can put it is for me I found it really confusing because when I started watching I was like oh okay well uh, there's this guy and I was like like you said the first thing that caught my eye was the art style I was like this is I was like this is another anime I'm gonna have to go on the show and say oh it had beautiful art style and it looks it looks really good you know like really really pretty and right. uh, and I was like I wonder if I should say that that was sound so redundant like the people are gonna think we only watch pretty anime. What about the ugly ones? Ugly ones need love too. <laughs> and so, and so I was like, you know, huh? That's the only thing I can think of. And then as I continued watching, it's like I don't understand what's going on here because one, you start off and you see this, this, you know, this guy um, in a house, and then looking down to a stream you see this robot playing in the water and picking up fish and stuff like that and then the guy and the robot are sitting down and 
all of a sudden the robot's looking up and there's like flames in the robot's eye and this plane explodes right and the guy's on his phone and he this is an old man and he just sort of just breaks down and leans over like you know like oh my god what's going on and at that point i'm like i'm confused i'm like does he know the person on the plane and how is this happening instantaneously that he can tell because he's not looking at the plane he's looking at his phone Uh, and so i'm confused like at the beginning i was just really confused and i think i was confused up until close to the end as to what was going on in this anime because even though you could tell like great this robot is in the future and stuff like that then you have this the scene where the guy the old man tells the robot he's like you're gonna have to take on a face to help uh to help the person the other person cope and stuff like that and i'm like um okay take on a face okay great and then you see th- there's this this robot or um this, this this person in a bed and he's the, this old guy is talking to him and he's like oh yeah he's like um he calls him the name of the robot and then he's like uh you're gonna have to call me hal now and then he's like oh yeah hal and they, they he just carries him off and he's like he's supposed to be helping this girl cope because uh, apparently her boyfriend named hal was the one who died on the plane mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i'm like okay okay so you help the person cope by having a robot impersonate them yeah Yep, yeah, yeah. No, I find that creepy. I, don't know I, I do. The, 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 the movie referred to it as robotic therapy. <laughs> and it, I, I'm just going to be honest here. If my loved one died, I wouldn't want a robot to show up with their exact face and body and voice and impersonate <laughs> them in a way to help me cope with them. I would... I would be livid because I would be so mad that, like, it's how sort of taunting you, them. It, it is taunting them. It's like I'm not really them. But they in the in the movie they claim that it's a way for them to kind of get their final like they get the goodbyes that they pro- that they may not have gotten. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I, I don't I, know. I, I it, guess it, it, in a way you can think you can say like okay maybe they get a good vibes that you you wanted but still creepy though. <laughs> it's very creepy. It was very creepy. It, it, <laughs> because was- you would always know that I was a robot unless of course it was unless of course you don't know the person dies and then you you're given a chance with the robot then yeah that's that's kind of okay. But if you already know that they have died, you know you've gone to their funeral or whatever else have you seen their dead body and then this robot just shows up at your house. It's kind of like ugh. Like, yeah. How? It's weird. It's very weird. Mhm. It is very creepy. For me, if if I had a a family member or someone close to me die and they wanted to give me robot therapy, especially like if it was like a loved one, like in the case like it was his romantic loved one, I would not want the loved one to come back. You could send a robot girl, like you know, hopefully someone like a robot Scarlett Johansson or something. You know, I would be happy for that. You know, you send me a robot Scarlett Johansson that pretends to be Scarlett Johansson, and I can't right. figure it out at first. Yeah, I'm happy. You know, robot Scarlett Johansson and I would have a lot of fun. But you don't send me my my deceased loved one and then tell me like you know this is gonna help me cope. No, no, no. It's it's very unusual. You know, it's hmm. um, it's creepy. <laughs> it's very creepy. I I, I I would not I I would not want 
I I uh, I don't know. You don't know I, I I wouldn't want I wouldn't want my deceased loved one to, you know, mm. uh, be their body. Yeah, I I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I wouldn't want a robot to take the body of my deceased loved one and just just come back and taunt you and let you know yeah, that you remember like, that they were dead. And so, and so, like, just yeah. like that because you know it's a robot. Because in the show, the person says, You're a robot, Hal. You know, the person calls robot Hal. It's just like, Oh, they, they know I'm a robot. And uh, I, I guess the thing with this film too, as well, is that there's a twist, a huge twist that at yeah. the end it's all like I, I'm not gonna spoil it because I think it's I think it's something that like that is the only redeeming call, like one of the biggest redeeming things to this film, other than the art style, is that twist. And I think uh, yeah. I think spoiling it would be bad. Like if if a listeners listen to this and they're like, I'm considering listening, you know, going to watch this anime. Uh, I I think that twist is gonna be the thing that you think. And I guess knowing that there's a twist is kind of a a hint, but it's not something that you would probably guess. Exactly. The the twist makes it worth it. Like yeah. the the weird world that you're kind of thrown into. You're just like, what is happening right now? But the twist at the end of it really does make it worth it, and then you kind of understand it a lot more. Yeah, it makes more sense because at the end, when I saw the end, I was like, "Holy shit! No way! Okay, okay, I, I get mm-hmm. this now. I get this." Yeah, that's how I was. I'm like, "Okay, I'm starting to understand this. Mm-hmm. I get this. I understand what ha- what happened here." Mm-hmm. True. It it does make more sense, and uh, and it. It comes together nicely. It does come together really nicely. And then once you get the, um, once you actually see the end, and then you're like, yeah, this this does make a lot more sense. So, uh, and it does make a lot of sense with the the you know one scene that I think makes more sense now is him cooking for her and leaving the food for her there. It makes more sense after the end. Do you get it? No. Remember, he'd cook food and leave it by the door, and she never ate it. Yeah. Oh yeah! Now it I makes do more because sense. yeah, you can't call it, but it makes more sense because he he'd come to comfort her over her loss, and he he cook for her and leave it at the door, and she never ate it. She just sort of leave his the food there and go on with her day and stuff like that. And I only noticed it like after because you yeah, know I but kept... she remember when they were in the shop, she ate the ice cream. She did. She did. She did eat the ice cream. But uh, again, I I don't know. I I I don't I don't know that. Well, whatever. This film is confusing on the whole. I, mean, I thought I had something there. Maybe I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. Um, there there are a lot of plot holes and inconsistencies, but I think the overall story of how this person gets over the loss of their loved one it, it makes it. You, you know what what one of these the things with this film that I have to say some um, is that one thing that it 
if, when you compare this to something like a Studio Ghibli movie, like if you watch, you know, Princess Mononoke or Castle in the Sky or Spirit of the Way, these movies all start in a similar way, as in they put you in a setting without any backstory, and then they just build the backstory as you go through the, the plot. The thing with those films in comparison to this, and I and I have to say, Studio Ghibli films are just like they are the pinnacle of movies when it comes to anime. And uh, the thing is, is that they build the story around the character and they tell you the backstory and everything. So by the time you're go watching through a Studio Ghibli film, you're not watching it being confused. You're watching it with all the curiosity. And I think a lot right. of anime movies don't get that. They leave you confused for the most of it. And coming on to the end, they sort of just throw everything at you and you then you make sense of it to yourself. But still, there are a lot of plot holes. Whereas when you're finished with a Studio Ghibli film, you're kind of like, wow, this was good. I mean, and you know, even if you're thinking like, maybe I would want more, it's sort of like the end is always an end that you sort of think like, wow, this is good. This is a piece of art. This is just really, really, really amazing. Yeah. And this didn't have that. This this didn't have a piece of art feel to it. It was more like, it's pretty confusing plotline. And um, yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't get you know say like huh I I actually see this you know in this kind of really like I'll rewatch this again like I don't think I'll rewatch this anime. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it. I mean, it was enjoyable, but I just think like there's a lot of confusion in the this like the world that made me kind of kind of like disinterest myself from it and like the twist made it worth it it was definitely great but it doesn't save it entirely you know what i mean indeed i know exactly what you mean it doesn't save it uh okay so i guess with this part i guess it's about time we we start asking each other questions okay uh so we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back Welcome back to the Hopelessly Automatic Podcast. I'm Q, and um, and apparently I welcome us back to the podcast. We haven't we haven't done the break in a while. Normally I just kind of edit around the break, uh, and so I forgot how we do this. And uh, Kiki just reminded me. I'm, I'm sorry, Kiki. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> oh, Q. Because usually what happens is when we go on break, we start talking about something like crazily unappro- inappropriate. All right. And you decide to just kind of. Pull me in randomly, and then I'm holy just... crap! I forgot. That's how it works. We normally go to a break, and it's this is probably because I'm not recording at home. So normally we go to a break, and it goes to some inappropriate conversation, and we try to see who gets to, who kind of ties the other person up, and then says, "Hey, and we're back at the show." Yeah, and that goes into the oh crap! Damn it! Well, listeners, I'm sorry for that. I, you guys did not get an inappropriate conversation, and that is not my fault. Um, well, it kind of is because I'm not at home right now. Uh, but yeah, so let's, let's let's start with the questions, Kiki. Uh, you go first because I'm, I'm sure you why? have. Why? Why? Why are you picking me to go first? 
Because I think the listeners love your voice and they hate hearing me. <laughs> Fine. All right. I guess uh, one question I have is, what did you think of the uh, the the friend character? Like, what what are your thoughts on the uh, the friend asshole? Yeah. Rio was is that was that his name? Punching your friend like seriously is that? He, he seemed like a bully. You know, he. I mean, he came at the end, and I guess this with Nick's end is like he's like trying to save him but it's just like dude you came with like two guys to beat the guy like well three guys or something or whatever else have you and you're sort of like you know you were part of this you know this is a part with you and blah 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 and then you're like beating the guy i'm like that's not what friends do no like see i feel like the the film kind of sets you up to think like Oh, he's actually not his real friend. He's a mm. bad guy. He's yeah. gonna like, he's gonna fuck his day up and all this. But then it's like, oh no, actually he's trying to beat the shit out of him because he wants to, you know, help jog his memory back on what happened to him. And I'm like, oh, then why did he have dudes chasing him? Or was that just part of the act? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't understand all of that. Like, yeah, I didn't understand either. It just didn't make any sense. It was just sort of. It was just sort of confusing. Like I was just like, why would a friend beat another friend? I I, I don't see that as a thing that friends do. Friends don't beat friends. This is this is bad, you know. So I I, I don't I don't know. I, I I didn't like the I didn't like the Ryu character. Uh, I didn't. I didn't either. Any other questions? Uh, the, I mean that was pretty much the only one that I can think of at this moment. What about you? Any okay. questions for me? I always have questions, of course. I'm, of I'm, course you do. I'm like a question machine. I have to come up with questions for two podcasts. So I think I think it's it's, it's rather easy for me now. No, not really. It's kind of hard. Uh, okay, so let's see. Of the, the characters in the film, right? who's your favorite character? Um... I definitely liked... See, I can't even describe it, I, uh, because I don't want to give anything away. But I'm gonna say the robot. Her her name was his name, her name, his name, whatever. Q zero one. Just like how innocent, and I mean that could just be like the robot's programming to be that way. I don't know, but just its personality with the character that it's forced to become mm-hmm. if that makes sense without spoilers <laughs> okay okay uh, i get that because i felt like the girl was very whiny and kind of annoying <laughs> and then how is just like this in denial character and it's so obvious that he's so deeply in denial like before and after the big plot twist like it's not up until like the very end, like right before the credits. You're like, oh, okay, he's doing just fine, you know. Mm-hmm. That you're just like, what the hell is going on, you know? Mm-hmm. True, that is true. He is he is a bit of an emotional character, and um, I, I think for him, he sort of um, for Hal when when I when I first saw his character uh you know i was thinking oh he's a cool little robot guy came back to his, this you know imp- this human impersonator robot and then um 
I was like, I like the robot version of Hal more than the the real version of Hal that was, you know, in the yeah, the same. That's what I mean. Like, that's why I kind of like the concept of this robot Q zero one, like, j- you know, because without revealing the plot, like, you know, yeah, just that, just the personality that humans take on when you know confronting a robot. They just kind of very like well aware of the human world but still naive to it like what are feelings and what are emotions like I don't understand this and it's like you're so adorable because you're clueless and yet at the same time you're not you know it's kind of like, it's kind of like a baby if you think of it it's yeah sort of like yeah the, the sort of innocent thing for me I, I have to say my favorite character is actually the old man who was helping him the one with the, the bald head the grandfather. The grandfather. Not the not the girl's grandfather. I'm talking about the old guy who was running, helping him move the giraffe and all that kind of stuff. You know, um, yeah, he. I, I think he was my favorite character because I liked him, and um, I liked how he moved and how he was like. He sort of like was. He was just a charming character. I don't know if that's the the way I want to say it, but I liked him. I like like anytime he was on screen, I was enjoying his personality. He was bubbly. He was fun, fun old guy. He was witty. Like when he's talking to the old ladies, he'd give them smack talk. Like when that one old lady was like, "If only I was like fifty years younger," and he's like, "You'd be 40. <laughs> yeah, I did like that as well. Yeah, that was cute. I liked him. He was really nice, and he, he's helping them out, and he's helping the boy out, and you know, he's and he he's sort of like as I say, he's he's kind of like a mentor because he's giving him like helpful advice, like he's telling him stuff, and he's like, you know, what we humans need is just someone to be there. It's not we don't need anything other than just someone to be and and that's one line that i think is really powerful because it's it's the truth sometimes you just need someone there you don't need to talk to them you just need them there like for me i just like knowing my family's around that they're there but we don't i don't actually like go and talk to my family every day while i'm at home i don't talk to them all the time uh, and stuff like that but i just like to know that they're there i just like to know that they're around and so forth same thing for my friends like i mean i talk to everyone all the time but i like to know that they're there you know uh, and that they're wrong and things are going great for them and i think that's kind of what he he means when he says that i think that's just really really powerful mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i agree so i agree uh, that's just one of those things uh, I, I guess for a second question, uh, I would say if now this is this goes back to something that I answered before. So uh, I guess something that I joked about before at the beginning. So if you had a someone close to you pass away, like you, let's say for example you get married and you have a husband or you're dating someone and they pass away, and a robot has to come back as as someone to help you cope with this person passing away who would you want the robot to come back as to help you cope like what what will make you cope easier what person as the robot hmm um well i don't know where i'll be at that time but if i were to say anybody right now um see everybody that brings me comfort is still here so i i can't really it's not like i've lost somebody like a big support it's kind of like as i said like scott like i'd choose scott johansson if like i have a wife uh, and she passes away and a robot has to come back as someone i would want a scarlett johansson robot 
You know. Um. I, okay. Well, with that, then I'd probably say, um, I would definitely love. And you can't uh, choose Daryl. <laughs> why? I veto him out. You have to choose someone else. Okay, fine. I would choose. Um. Ah, uh, I'm gonna go with Johnny Depp. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's kind of my number one bay for all eternity. Oh, yeah, I like that so, one. Uh, I'll choose that. I'll choose him. If he came to comfort me, I would not be opposed to that. Robot or not, I'd be like, you have a space. Uh, I'm okay. I can program you to be Jack Sparrow. All is well. Oh, my God. You know, that's the thing. And you chose Jack Sparrow. That's the best. I think that's one of his best rules. Oh, yeah. I think you, me, Scarlett Johansson, Johnny Depp could have like a a sort of, um, what do you call it? Um, it's the right word I want to use. Uh, a double date sort of thing. So we go out, we hang out, and I will just basically be spending most of my time, you know, having Johnny Depp recite Jack Sparrow lines and doing Jack Sparrow things. And then yeah. when I... And when I get out of there, you know, me and Scott Johansson will have some, you know, beautiful time. So, it all works out well. I think, uh, I think can that's... you just imagine us on the beach drinking rum? Mm. <laughs> and then I can have, uh, and I can have Johnny Depp just be like, why is the rum gone? And I can be like, just keep I drunk love it all. <laughs> and I'll be like, cause I drank it. <laughs> oh my god, I'll be so hilarious just thinking about that. Just thinking about the fact that you and Johnny Depp on the beach and he's like, He's like Jack Sparrow and you drink all the rum and he's like, where did all the rum go? And he's like running around <laughs> and acting all drunk and stuff. Oh my God, I can't wait for another Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I, I have watched every single Pirates of the Caribbean movie over and over. I have them on Blu-ray and I rewatch them every every so often. I want to uh, watch it. I have them on. I want to rewatch. I haven't watched them in like years. Oh my god! I probably watched them twice already each for this year already. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do after The Walking Dead tonight. You should. You should. I I I definitely recommend. It. And the only three, the it's what four Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and they're all so good. You can watch watch them back to back. It's just so so good. You know, you start with the first one. You go to the second one, you the third, and you just keep watching. Sometimes I just sit down, I'm working, and I'll just have Pirates of the Caribbean running in the background while I'm working. I'm just like, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay, so I guess that's the questions, enough questions for the week. Um, and I guess we've discussed this movie enough. I think, uh, Kiki, would you recommend it to the listeners? Um, I'm kind of like, yes and no. Yes, because the twist at the end really kind of sells the whole thing. And the artwork alone kind of sells it as well. My my only caution to the listeners that might want to watch it is just brace yourself for the world. Because it it's not the most confusing world that I've been thrown into when it comes to fiction. Um, but it's up there just because you don't really know is this normal or is this not normal for this world and you know going to school for cinema you know it's hard for me not to pick up on those things I'm like this doesn't make sense to the world or does this make sense to the world I don't know so I, I, if you're watching it just watch it to enjoy it and sure. get ready for that amazing plot twist at the end I couldn't have said any better I, I probably would not recommend it um, but if I did, I would say it exactly as you said, watch it for the, and just look out for that twist. Um, if someone I knew 
ask me if they should see it uh, i would say there's so much other better stuff out there to watch if you want some romance um but if you are curious enough and you still do want to check it out yourself just as kiki said watch it and wait for that ending yeah. <laughs> so because uh, trust me you will more likely than not you, at the beginning you'd be like what is going on here like they're not explaining anything uh, so yeah, that's our anime for the week. I think, um, I, like, I did mention in the last podcast that we did that we're going to recommend stuff that other stuff that we're watching other than the anime that we're talking about that may not be romantic. And I, um, but that didn't go up. And so this is the first time I'll be seeing it officially on the show. Uh, and so I'm going to just mention the stuff that I'm watching anime-wise that is not on that I've not mentioned on the show yet. And so currently right now I'm watching Dragon Ball Super. On mm-hmm. uh, um I- I'm watching that via Kiss Anime and it's it that's been going pretty good. I- I'm loving Dragon Ball Super. Every week it's a good episode. Uh I'm also watching an anime called let me see if I can pronounce this name properly because you guys know I butcher the Japanese language. Um It's called Nanatsu no Taizai. I don't know how you pronounce that. But I was recently recommended that one. I think like today. So that's in my to watch list. And I am so looking forward to watching that one. Because it just it just seems like something really, really interesting. And uh, the characters look really, really cool and stuff like that. Right. And the last thing I'm watching is Himoto Umaru-chan. So Yumaru Tran or however you want to pronounce that. So I'm watching that one. This one I'm actually watching for review. So there's going to be a review on the website for it. So you guys can look forward to that one. When I'm finished watching it, I'm going to have a review for it up on the website. And uh, you guys can go over and check that out. If you guys want to check out anything else that I have reviewed that's anime related. I did a review for a manga called Suesu no, no, no Onimyumi. Onimyumi. Oh god, this is terrible. I'm just terrible at my <laughs> Japanese. It's Onum Yuji. Onum Yuji. Okay? Uh, it's an okay. it's a manga about this this these people, this 14-year-old boy and 14-year-old girl who are uh fated to be married and have a ch- a child and so they're put to live together in a house but they are they're exorcists and they fight uh these un- impurities which are sort of like demons and stuff like that and it's really interesting and awesome the only weird thing is that it's a 14 year old boy and a 14 year old girl and that's the only <laughs> creepy part uh huh. but yeah kiki anything you you're watching that you want to you know recommend to the listeners that is good um i mean i'm watching stuff that isn't anime but i don't know how much our readers would want me to recommend that um i started watching i zombie which Ooh. is is kind of like a comedy zombie movie but it's actually fairly entertaining I like how she has her, her, her brain in sort of like pasta. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird like that. It's like, oh, she's just dipping it in hot sauce and eating a brain. No big deal. And you're like, oh, my gosh. You know? <laughs> you know, when I think about it. She kind of reminds me of you because you like a lot of um, instant noodles. And <laughs> she just puts brain in instant noodles all the time. Yeah. Sounds so, like me. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, so that's actually something good. I actually, I've, I've watched that already. My little sister recommended it to me, and I started watching it on Netflix. So um, that's actually a good thing. 
It's yeah. actually, and it has a comic book style to it. It's like, you know, they're like pages. See, like there are moments where they sort of do cutaways and transitions, and you see a kind of comic book sort of look. To it, yeah, backstory. That's what stuff. I've seen, and I like that a lot. Yeah, it is. It is pretty cool. So, I also recommend that. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's yeah. that's just really really nice. So, hmm, anything else? Um, I mean, I'm still trying to watch um. Dragon Ball Z, the original, mm-hmm. but I've just honestly, I've my life has pretty much consisted of Destiny, and that's really it. Oh, okay, so it, it's it's not been coming along too well. Okay, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's okay. That's how life gets sometimes. So I think that's it. I think we've reached the end of the podcast. I think I don't think there's any more anything else we can add to that. Uh, thank you guys for you know listening and watching this episode of the Hopeless Animatic Podcast. Um, I said listening and watching, didn't I? That's weird. It's just listening. You're just listening to this. I don't know if you're staring at your screen while listening to this. Uh, but yeah, thanks for, li- for listening to this podcast. Uh, it means a lot to us that you guys actually tune in and listen to it. And um, if you enjoy this podcast, go on over to the website, the button smashes that come where you find a lot of great stuff. You find articles, the, the reviews, you find videos, you find other podcasts um, that we we happen to be on or some of them that we don't happen to be on uh and so you can go and check out those other podcasts because some of them are really really great actually all of them are really really great why did i say some they're all really great and um, they all have different styles so even if you if you want a podcast for gaming uh and you are of a mature elk you can listen to the plug and play podcast because they are really mature gamers and they talk about a lot of stuff if you want a podcast that talks about a lot of you know uh i guess gaming news but also a lot of playstation stuff you can listen to the other podcast that kiki's on which is snowcast uh if, if you want to hear me talk about video games and life and uh, movies and stuff like that you can listen to the button smashers podcast which is the other podcast that i do and then there's the gaming goddess podcast which is a, a sort of a mature gamer podcast that has uh you know different types of games that you think of sort of indie titles and stuff like that and also more i guess if you want to think of it it's a, a lot more I want to say mature because the rest of us sort of kid around a lot and, and Jess is pretty mm-hmm. serious. So uh, I, that is another podcast that you guys can listen to and it's, uh, it's actually pretty great. Uh, and so yeah, with that, guys, I think that's pretty great. So Kiki, I, I guess this is the end of the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. It is, Q. Mm. So how do, you, how do we normally wrap this up? Is, is this something that we usually do? Is there a tradition to this thing? Um, yeah, there is. Oh, okay. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see if I still got this. Let me crack my knuckles and stuff. Oh, look at that. Knuckle cracked. Perfect. I was like right on cue as well. (laughs) Okay. So this week's episode of Hopelessly Animatic, it was. Awkward? Hmm, It it totally was awkward. It was. It was very awkward, right? Yeah, it totally was. It always is awkward, but this week was a bit more awkward. So it was. Romantic. Mm, I didn't romance <laughs> this as much this week. The romance is a little bit missing, but it was hopelessly animatic. And it's a wrap. We're out of this piece. Peace <laughs> out, broskies. Okay, so that is.